check, 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 check. Turn my headphones up. Turn these shits up. Hey, turn my headphones up. Check, check, check. Give me more snare. Check, check, check. Nobody ever asked for more snare. Turn up the hi hat. What's the hi hat? Give me that ride, that ride symbol. I don't do good impressions. I used to. No, I tried to attempt to play drums one time. Yeah, well, you look like a drummer. Do I? You and Hinkle have the same build. Neat. No wonder you guys get along together so so well. <laughs> Let's talk about obscure comic book references. <laughs> I fucking hate you. I, I fall right in there with them, but I'm laughing at their <laughs> laughing I mean, at stuff. They just look at you. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> yup. <laughs> <laughs> doing a nerd 69. <laughs> uh, now I'm thinking about all the discussions we'd have about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, God. You guys would have oh, some great discussions man. about that. Yeah, and I still think. I loved your idea. That my idea is better. Your idea is very good. What was your idea? We'll get into it. We'll okay. get into it. Let's get into it. And I'm not bullshitting. I mean, it's a really good idea. It's a pretty good idea. I got to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't have those much. <laughs> There is. That's one of the few things I'm good at is being able to write a good story. And usually you can be able to come up with it on the fly. So I mean it's obvious. You just gotta uh, finish it and then let us read it. Well I'm not I'm just talking about storylines in general. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about, you know fleshing them out. He's yeah. talking about just the Ideas. outline. Yeah. Oh, you like to outline. I, I would be the guy at the table like, all right, here's what here's what we're gonna do. Bang, 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 bang. People are like Okay, you guys we'll do the rest. rest. Yeah, you guys fill it in, make dialogue. I don't know. I'm going to go drink. We're going to take a shot. If I was a if I was a writer, I would be a drinker. I'd be oh, like, yeah. I, I would be Dan. I would be the comic book Don Draper. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine a world. There's a title for you, comic book Don Draper. All right, now yeah, that's pretty good. What a week! What a week! It was a good week. Oh man, fucking Invincible was. Dude, shit! I'm two episodes behind. Oh now. fuck! Now yeah. I can't talk about you it. I don't about care it. about it. Do you it's an inconsequential cartoon TV show. It's not inconsequential. It's the best comic book thing out right now. It's it, really. It's fun better than Falcon, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, in my opinion. It's fun. I mean, it's just. Really Omni Man is the fucking Falcon shit. I mean, he, he is, is so fucking powerful. Like, I mean, he's. I mean, it's great. I mean, I just like the fact that he's Superman. With a porn star mustache, <laughs> he looks like a cop. I know he does. <laughs> like he comes up to that it's gay Jim kid. Gordon, he comes guys. up to that gay kid and leans on the top of his car to find out where Mark. He's like, "Where's Mark?" <laughs> Kid's like, "Uh, why haven't he hits the top of the car?" And he like puts a handprint in the car. Where's Mark? <laughs> uh, Omni Man. I mean, Mister whatever your name is. Let's play the theme song. I've been waking up listening to uh, Should I Stay or Should I Go by The Clap a lot. Because it's a song that really gets me going. I love it. One of the greatest songs ever. You know, I can't say enough about uh, Dr. Carver's Easy Shave Butter. <laughs> yeah, the shave um, butter's the shit. I mean, my head. I haven't I shaved, shaved it last in night. Like it's weeks. It's smooth. It is smooth. 
just I shaved it with a V last evening before the fights, and there's barely any stubble. Shwammo, tis I the Prince Podcasting, the bipolar rock and roll of Sultan Slits Godfather Gash, episode 325 of the world's greatest podcast. A lot to talk about this week. Have it all outlined right here, the order we're going to go in. <laughs> You're not outlining. <coughs> um, You're lying. Um, as always, I'm joined by the ginger jester. <laughs> jester? Ginger jester. The, uh, Sometimes he gives ginger gestures. The baron oh. of the bowling lanes. Uh, the... The regent of the rental shoe, the prince of the pen. the dean of the disinfectant spray, like they do in the bowling. Yeah, shoes. Like, yeah, 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 that's good. Except for he has his own bowling shoes because he's a faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Says the man who spent two hundred dollars in a month on disc golf. Scary say enthusiast Aaron <laughs> is here, and as well the. Bareness of the breasticles, the titan of the tits. <laughs> <laughs> I just unplugged my. <laughs> how, how have I never said that? Yeah, that's a good one. It's been right, right there. there. <laughs> Six years has been Six years. Obvious. Thanos has been in our lives the whole time. He's a titan. There's tits. <laughs> titan of the tits. Should have said it. Elena, and as always, the Duke of Discourse, the the uh, what's the, the Boomer Bog Trotter, the uh, God, there's another one, the Human Incarnation of the Infield Flower Rule, oh yeah. Chucky, a Tata Six, <laughs> Episode Three Twenty Five. What a week! What a week! What a time to be alive! It's been a good week. Aaron and I both shot our first under par rounds yeah. this week. Awesome. Good for you. Yeah, very much under par. Yeah, you fucking murdered it. I was I only I scored mine at the AOTG yesterday. I wanted to get two rounds in before the rain. Yeah. Or at least play some before the rain. And uh I played by myself, which is a completely different pace. If you've never played by yourself, it's I so fast. you try it. Really? Yeah. Well, because also I feel like other people's bad shots leak over into you. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, that can make sense. Like last week. Well, attitude in general, too. Last week, the first uh, round I played with um, Adam, everything just got quiet all of a sudden. Like the, the heat well, went off. Sorry. <laughs> the heat went off and the the uh, refrigerator's compressor okay. stopped running and now it's just quiet in here. It's amazing. Um, but I played with Adam last week at Adventures and... Our first round, we both shot like shit, and he was first on the tee every time. And every every time he hit a tree, I would hit the exact same tree. Oh, it's it, like on that everything th- just went to shit for both. It's like of that us. Nike commercial where all the where Tiger Woods is driving, and then all the people start driving like he does. Yeah, have you seen that one? I don't no. know if I've seen that one. And then he quits, and then they all just fall apart because the example is gone. Yeah, Aww. So. <laughs> yeah. So I think like he he'd miss a a fifteen foot putt, which is pretty money for him most of the time then i'd miss a 10 footer yeah and miss it bad like not even close but in the second round we started off and his first shot was good and my first shot and, and we played well in the second round so yeah that makes I, sense i feel like it kind of leaks into you like there's some sort of uh gross quantum mechanics thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. quantum Ew. physics thing that happens with any kind of sport i think it does 
because I remember you're like a negative uh, taskmaster from the upcoming. Uh, yeah, upcoming. Yeah, yeah. And, and it can also be Black positive. Movie. It can also be positive. Sure. Like if you're both, pl- if you're playing well, and the other guy goes after you, and it seems like. <laughs> It always seems like we, whenever, whenever we all play together, if one, the first person that tees off, fucking hits the first available tree, we're all hitting that fucking tree. We even try to, I've been trouble. We'll try to take a different line. Like I'm gonna go this way instead of this way, and I'll yank it and hit the same fucking tree. Yeah. <laughs> it's like God wants me to hit this fucking tree for some reason. <laughs> Fuck <Yeah>. that tree. <laughs> If he existed, yeah. Well, something, whatever the power, the power broker of the universe, <laughs> the Sharon Carter of the universe, Sharon Carter, Sharon Carter. Oh shit, Sharon Carter. Um, but yesterday I went to Adventures and uh, I was I played two rounds of nine. I should have scored it as one because then I'd have a, a two under round, but I was one under for both of them. That's awesome. And it wasn't like I was hitting long putts. If the key is if you're if I was more than twenty feet away. I didn't try to make it. I would just lay up. Yes. Play for par, man. <laughs> and then I had three birdies in that round. I was like, well. Uh, so not being extremely aggressive, trying to get it in from 200 feet is the play. <laughs> well, I, I can mean, barely throw it 200 feet. Playing conservative is usually better. Yeah. Well, playing especially when you're starting off, you know. You play, Which, I mean, you play, it's, it's like the saying on the Patriot. He got. told his kids about shooting. He said, aim little, miss little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... What holes did you birdie up there? Well, we can look it up. Ooh, cool. Look up the scorecard, you guys. I think I sent them to the group, so it shouldn't be hard to find. Let me see. On my first round, I birdied four, which is a par three, and eight. Okay, so four is the... One. This is the one that goes over the hill. Yeah, yeah. It's the deceptively this is switched adven- adventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the one that's straight. It's downhill. I usually play a putter on it. Yeah, and I only bogeyed six, so that was nice. Yeah, one bogey. And in my second round, I bogeyed three, which is an easier hole because it's got that tunnel. But you hit a tree. Yeah, you hit a tree. Hit the first one. Well, no, I was maybe 60 feet up the fairway, and I hit a fucking tree. And I birdied four, seven, and eight, and then I bogeyed nine, which I've birdied twice now. But I Oh, you've, you've birdied nine twice? Yeah. That's awesome. Jay was very mad about it. Yeah, he hasn't birdied it yet, has he? No. I was excited to get the par four, just... The the par four hole. I was excited just to par that because usually I fucking shank something in the woods. But um, I really do think that the the uh, karma from other players leaks off onto you. So, and I got some new discs. The guy that lives beside the Redeemer course brought some some discs that went in his yard, and people didn't come and get. So now we all have new discs, new old discs. Yeah. But they're, Discs that we didn't have previously. I don't know why that reminds me of the Simpsons thing where this gate opens up around this house. <laughs> this guy comes running in. All right, I've been waiting nine years to get my frisbee back. <laughs> running in, and it flies right back over. Oh, <laughs> I, I remember that. I love this Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. Aww. laughs> you hear him go, and then it like flies over. <laughs> Well, me and Elena played Jackson's Mill yesterday. Mm-hmm. Up in Weston. Up in Weston. That's not ridiculously far away either, is it? It's, it's like, like far as Weston. Two hours. 
Is that where the uh, lunatic asylum is? Yes. yes. And that place I would is, never go there. That oh, place we want to. is amazing. It is so big. I didn't realize it was such a big yeah. complex. It's huge. We it's drove past huge. it. I'm not interested in. They're doing suffering. an overnight stay, and you. Pay, I think it's like a hundred bucks a ticket, but you get like they give you like the ghost hunting equipment yeah, and shit. I, I think it'd be so fun. It probably would be. Fun. I don't believe in ghosts. I'm just throwing that out there. But I think it would be a fucking blast. I would freak myself out and have fun. I don't believe in ghosts, but I believe it's uh, psychic impressions that people leave behind, especially when it comes to violence. I oh, it's going to have a weird vibe. Pick, I believe people pick up on those kind of things. Yeah, I think and also your there. brain, when you put it in stressful situations like that, will create. Things. Oh, of course. So I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> it's like when you go into empty places that. You will get an eerie feeling because your brain is like trying to adapt to it and yeah. it's not doing well. Your brain's so, telling you there's a reason this place is in. Sure. It's all your your uh, fight or flight instincts are like. It's like that caveman brain. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. It's like there's a lion there's in this motherfucker lion. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's here. You can see a lion laying back there. But no, Jackson's Mill was so fun. Um, we played up there twice. Well, now, there are a couple holes where you're like, should this be a par four? It's it's made more for like beginners, but like yeah, it's a, so like well we're beginners, but like our I mean we had a ton of birdies and it made yeah. me feel good. You know what I mean? Somebody stole the second hole though, and I think that's really shitty. Yeah. Somebody stole it. Like <laughs> somebody stole, stole the thing. Yeah. So how do you play? So even if we I just were to put par, yeah. So I mean, even if I birdied that, I shot three under on that game or bogeyed that. But uh, there hole number nine there was it nine? That's five hundred. That's a par five. It's on. It's it's the last one. It's eighteen. Yeah, it's five hundred and thirteen feet. Oh dang! And it's this big open field. It's just a big open hook. It's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, you just got there and just throw your tits off. It's a nice mix, though. I mean, you're <laughs> walking around like Jackson's Mill, like complex and everything, but you have some holes that are back in the woods that feel a lot like adventures. But then, like, it opens up and it feels completely different. Yeah, and then it's just something that. Uh, it, Jamo, when he explained to me how he throws and the grip and stuff, it just something sort of clicked. I think he's a teacher. Well, he my, did really good. <clears throat> well, he did really well. My well, the distance on all I, when I'm my distance has changed by eighty to hundred feet. These are some good drives. Fuck yeah, yeah. That was the most accurate game I've ever played. But my my drives are not accurate at all. But your mid ranges and all that shit. Yeah, my my mid range is really good. Uh, but those are the most accurate drives I've ever had. Like I could throw the piss out of the disc now. I just can't throw it where I want it. But yesterday I was, and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a lot more fun when you're good, huh? Yeah, when you do I mean, something. I will say, playing by yourself, it, it's good, but it's not nearly as fun <laughs> as playing with other people. Yeah, you like. I don't know. When the others are playing badly, it's a lot. It's a lot more fun for me. Yeah, it was, it's a lot. <laughs> it's so much fun to when, when Aaron was losing his shit. Did I secretly want Aaron to fuck up that whole course? Of course I did. But Especially when he turned on you. <laughs> you were sitting on the, on the picnic table, and started laughing because he's freaking out. But we we stopped by this coffee shop in Buchanan. Um, Stone Tower Brews and the guy behind he might have seen I thought about it later you had that like yeah, wrist no. thing on and he brought up disc golf and he was like yeah you know love the place so we got to talking to him and he said Jackson's Mill was great for beginners so we we set up well we, back up we went camping but we went out there and played Thursday and I was only two over yeah I didn't do two I had a real and that was my first game after fucking up my elbow a couple weeks ago so that was fun yeah Lana thought it'd be fun to elbow drop a stump <laughs> 
jumped off the top. I of imagine her like we had to man in the air. Like we this. had to construct a, a, a rope for her to jump off of. I was like, well, if you want to do so that, she grabbed a bell from somewhere. <laughs> it hurts so bad, and it's just like I could have felt anywhere else in that, and I wouldn't have done what I did. <laughs> But you nailed the putt. It was like a 30-foot putt. Nobody, nobody saw you fall. We were like, oh, Marone, you guys see that? Oh, that bitch is fucked. Yeah, she was on the ground. Oh, it like bruised all the way. Like, I just hit it right on it. Oh, it was God, that's the it worst. It still hurts. But like, so that was the first Probably game I played. something. I, it crunched. We played, uh, also played at Blackwater Falls. Was, was that fun course? I've never been to it any of these places. It was a tough course. I've never been to any of these places. Well, I, you would love it up there. I'm yeah. sure. I, I like being outdoors. But when, so. whenever you say I'm going to Blackwater Falls, you want to go and do other things around Blackwater Falls. You, you don't want to just go to the falls because that's all it is. Right. It is falls. You walk out there and you're done. Yeah. And it's, it's not like a nice scenic hike up there. It's no, it's it's, it's like right there. Yeah, it's not to the falls. At it's least. like a hundred yards. Yeah, it's just right from, there. from the park. Everybody loses spot. their shit. I mean, it's gorgeous. But the place is set up like a summer camp. It's a it's it's awesome. <laughs> like. It's really cool. I want to go up there and stay. Yeah. I go there's, there's, there's a, take a pool. A machete and a, take a machete and a hockey match. Hell yeah. Hang out. <laughs> is exactly. it really it's, it's like a, set up like a summer? Like, I wonder I mean, if they have summer camp. That'd be awesome to like just be like a... Uh, An adult summer camp. Like, go up there uh, and do drugs and thug. <laughs> yeah, be like a camp counselor or whatever. That'd be I think great. that'd be fun. That's kind of what Jackson's Mill is. I know 4-H stays there. They have like the old buildings and... Like the names aren't so you know which like cabin you're staying in and yeah, everything. That's really it's cool. pretty awesome. But we're in Bobcats Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Blackwater Falls was tougher though. It was a tough course. Yeah, it was tough. It was I birdied one though. though. Yeah, she birdied one. Fucking that beautiful one. though. It was very pretty. A lot of animal shit. So much deer shit. So much scat. And other scats. Yeah. Questionable. Does, does uh <laughs> Do geese poop turds, or do they poop? More well, like, it's awful what they poop. Or is it more like uh, birds? Don't shit? look that up. No, look that up. I have to look it up. <laughs> well, the I man's asking it. a question. <laughs> they kind of do, but it's just like it's bird shit too. It's and it's disgusting. It stinks. They're disgusting creatures. Geese. I'm not a geese fan. I don't like them either. They're obnoxious as shit. All right, that, that is turd. goose turds. All okay, over that I told you. So yeah. it's a mixture. Okay, them and seagulls. Like seagulls are a nightmare creature to me. Ever since I saw a seagull eat a whole rabbit, have you ever seen that video? Nope. It is one of the most awful fucking things I've ever seen. Well, I'm going to look that up. Look that up. Aaron watched a compilation of snakes eating like humans. Hell yeah, dude. Oh. <sighs> yeah, I can't watch that. He's well, just like getting these- eaten up. These guy's like, this is going to take a long time, and this is really going to hurt. Me and it's nobody's sucks. helping. Exactly. Everybody's filming me being eaten by the snake. Well, just cut the motherfucker's mouth right here. It was just Will somebody tickle him. What had happened? This uh, couple, they had two kids, and they lived next to like this pet shop, and this guy had this one that he wasn't supposed to have and got out and ate both of the kids. Jesus. See, I don't understand. Owning reptiles is dumb. Hold on. There's another dumb. There's another story of uh, this family. They had a kid and since it was a baby, they bought this kid a a, a python For for his pet. And they let this kid run around this python's enclosure unwatched, not watching, whatever the word is for unwatched, unsupervised. And they... They notice her kid isn't laughing and playing anymore, and they see that the python has a big lump in his tummy. About the size of their kid. No, there's no time for hide and seek, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> they're on we like, got to go to church. They're on this uh, 
talk show. I don't know what it was, but they're just like crying and they're like, well, we just, we don't see how this could have happened any other way. And we're like, you everybody. should be in prison. <laughs> yeah. Check out, That's just a regular ass seagull. Yeah. It's a beautiful seagull. This, Do you guys see the video of the seagull riding oh. the other seagull? That's amazing. Yeah, that was really cool. That, this is actually another video. Watching. Is that a rabbit? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know seagulls did this. Yeah, they're Neither. predatory as fuck. They scare me. Hey, man, is your phone oh, screen already oh, cracked? Oh, 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 oh. That's my phone uh, screen. I was cover. getting ready to pimp slap you. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking haul off and mock And there's so many different kinds of fucking seagulls. Like, uh, you know, when I worked at Cedar Point, they're all over the fucking place because they're too dumb to know it's a lake, not an ocean. So. <laughs> Um, Maybe we just misname them because they're everywhere. Maybe <laughs> just goal. Some internet person out there, please take the video of the seagull riding the other seagull and put it to the never-ending story theme. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody put Peter Griffin's voice over it. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> anyway, there's a bunch of like smaller seagulls standing around this big gray seagull. I'm just like. What is going on here? He's the pimp. He's the master. I guess. He's the shogun of Harlem. That's where I got that line that I think is still think one of the funniest lines I've ever seen because I was I was I was driving with this guy from like New York. He was an aspiring actor or some shit. He's a really cool guy. He's funny as shit. And he, we were driving along, he's like looking over. I said, Here comes something. And he's brewing something there. He said, That seagull looks like it needs it needs a leather jacket and a pack of cigarettes rolled up in his sleeve. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, disc golf was a lot of fun uh, on our camping trip. Now, were you making big putts, or were you just playing I was, for par? I, I was playing for par, and I was I had some of the best ups I've ever had ever. My second shots were fucking beautiful. Mm. God, it was so much fun. It was a lot of fun, wasn't it? It was a lot of fun. Yeah. You're what's now called the in the flow state. Yeah. I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. I yeah, just, he did it just so seemed good. like every throw I had was. You can chart right. that, you know. There's oh, really? A, there's a whole book about it. Like, you know, they use tennis as an example. I think it's actually called Flow. It is called Flow. It's by a, a Russian a philosopher. I think he's been on Rogan before. Man, he's, he's great. Right. It's a great book. Now, there was some shots where I, I was aiming somewhere and I completely missed it. And just out of sheer luck, it played right. That happened to me yesterday. I forget which hole it was. One of the ones I birdied. I took the, um, the new Beast, which you guys are going to love. It's understable. Which means whenever you throw right hand backhand, it tends to go toward the right before finishing left instead of going straight and then finishing left. So you can mm. you can get it around trees Neat. and then it'll finish left. But I overthrew it and it hit um, a pile of logs behind the basket, about 20 feet behind the basket and bounced back toward the basket. So I had a five foot putt. Hell yeah. <laughs> that was treasus helping me out there. Yeah, so yeah, treasus. Treasus. <laughs> <laughs> It's just Jesus. It's Jesus, but it's a tree. I like that. It's going to be our new uh, disc golf term. Look like Treesus showed up today. Uh, but now we I had that new destroyer, and it's so yeah. Fun she to bought drive. a destroyal. 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 <laughs> there's, there's actually a, a disc golf guy, Ezra, something, uh, one of the pros that talks like talks that. Like, he destroyal. Is, yeah, I do my destroyal and hold two. <laughs> he's really good to any oh, jacked. Really? Yeah. So he just has a little speech impediment. Everybody no. loves him. Nobody makes fun of him for it, I bet. <laughs> Not to his face. Oh, I guarantee they do, because they're all... It's just like working anywhere. You're at work, and you got to bust each other's balls. Bunch of bros. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So did you make any long putts? Like not necessarily. Uh, the, the best thing is ten or fifteen. If, feet. if you're throwing good upshots and stuff, you don't need to make any no. long putts. Man, I was playing so good. I want to. I want to go. I want to go play OTG just to see if we it, could, if it was a fluke. We have an entire day after this. Well, so. we do have to f- do some laundry and shit. But I do. I would like to go. God, I so want to go laundry. Huh? I kind of want to go. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah! But we do need it. White people powers activate. <laughs> So yeah, we're gonna play after this. Fuck yeah! Um, oh, man, I was throwing them good. I'm I, I'm throwing it a lot like JMO. I don't stand with my back completely. <laughs> JMO stands with his back completely. Like, to the I would hurt myself. He's like the Jim Morris of disco. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want the basket to know his secrets. <laughs> he's the Eddie Van Halen of disco. It's like it looks like he's lining up to snap it, like like in football, like he's getting ready to throw it to his legs. But he lines up and he wings his arms out like this. He turns around and looks where he's throwing it. And the the amount of effort you got, you all you guys put into this is the greatest thing ever. Like it's, I mean, it's well, I, I got interested in a new sport, right? I mean, it's a good thing. I'm not making as fun. In, it's just uh, no, I get it. But like as uh, somebody that used to be really good at sports, it's fun to find a sport that at this age I can probably end up being pretty good at. You know, right? So I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked about it. And it's fun. And it's super fun. Even if you suck at it, it's still pretty fun. Uh, yeah, we didn't hike at all. We just mm, played disc golf. There's no reason to anymore because you're still hiking. <laughs> we were like, we're going to go to Seneca Rocks and do all this. Yeah, we had all these no. plans. We and were like, like, let's just go play some disc golf. Play disc golf. <laughs> it's so much more fun. And then we high-fived again. <laughs> we did. This really happened. Walking in the woods is fun. I enjoyed it. And you get the sun and you get the noises. But there's considerably less people on the disc golf course. And you have an objective. You're doing a thing. There's some explosion and athleticism. Your heart rate gets heart rate gets up a little more than just walking in the woods. Yeah. There's a blog in here somewhere. Disc golf saved our marriage. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but when we were at Blackwater Falls, we were the only two on the course until we were bit. yeah, until like whole nine. Six yeah. months later, disc golf destroyed our marriage. <laughs> <laughs> the Aaron just keeps beating a lane and she can't handle it. Yeah. I never beat her. So when I absolutely killed butt him. fucked her yesterday. <laughs> After that, I beat her at disc golf. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was so mad. I had such a good game on Thursday. It's going to be an ellipsis. Then after that, I beat her at disc golf. <laughs> yeah. What was your score, Elena? Yesterday, it was plus four. Which so still wasn't you, bad. He, no. He beat me by six strokes. Eight. He was just... Uh, oh, you were negative four. That's right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Eight strokes. Alone. I was... <laughs> <laughs> there he is. There's the start. Uh, <laughs> but Blackwater Falls, uh, I was 16 over and she was 18 over. Yeah. Jeez. I fucked up I mean, one hole. That's, it was tough. Is that an 18 hole course? Yeah. yeah. There was that's one. not that bad then. No. I mean, you, was, you played a bogey round, which was what you should be fucking playing. It was, yeah. it was hard. There was... um. There was a couple that I'm like, this should be a par four. This is some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. The next one was a par four, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, it made no sense. You yeah. should reverse the scores. <laughs> That's what I'd have done. But there was one hole we told we skipped two. We couldn't find the T pad for one. And no, we, there was no for what. It was. Uh, I don't. Yeah, remember. yeah. It was all on the road, and there was no T pad. I was like, I don't want to fuck up my disc. Yeah. I was like, that. It's a long one, and I, I'm just going to beat the shit out of it on the road. You know and what I mean? No, and we would have lost them. <sighs> and then we would have thrown the, the other second one in, to last, in water. Yeah, the set that one. You're right next to like this little like lake, and then on the other side's like this like 
ditch just you're gonna be hiking and we were both like let's just say par <laughs> <laughs> see now um if when we go back to the valley i'm gonna make it over that wall oh yeah uh, before i was like this is going to go straight in the drink i'm not gonna throw my new <laughs> yeah. discs in this thing see I'm, that one still gives me now I know I can oh, make I it. Oh, I can make that. I'm going to fucking so? ace yeah. that hole, okay. motherfucker. Whatever you guys think. No, we can make it. Okay. Not from the long tee. That long tee's ridiculous. Oh, it's it's stupid. <laughs> Who's making oh, that? Yeah, I'm yeah. not doing that. I would totally. The long tee's over by the practice basket. Fuck that. <laughs> I would hit a car, yeah. hit a family, I, then lose my desk. In the that's <laughs> what I don't like about that course. Is there's too many people. It's a park, too. Yeah. And there's like a hiking trail there's going through all of it. There's people all over the place, and you're... But once you get out of those first few holes yeah, and you're up in the like woods, it was really nice. I really do like that course. Yeah. I love it. I want to get gorgeous. back. Gorgeous. Yeah. The, yeah. Once you get away from the the parking lot and stuff. Oh yeah, I'll throw across the pond this time. Really? Yeah. Freaks me out. I don't know. Queen if I'll a do bitch. Or not. <laughs> Mr. I'm negative four. Could be a little pussy. Uh, we, you know, <laughs> what we could have done is just go from the drop zone on the other side of the lake and just give ourselves two shots and start from there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Or just throw a disc you don't give a shit about losing. I don't I give a shit about every one of my discs. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't I don't, don't want my children. Disc. <laughs> They're my children. <laughs> Look, especially even the I'm waiting for one of you guys to buy a climate controlled bag for your discs. <laughs> I wonder if that's a thing. <laughs> Maybe. I need to clean ours. But there was like a couple of shots yesterday where I uh, in that really good game where I dug myself out of a hole. No, you he played the best game I've yeah. ever seen him play. I, I, I didn't have a bad game. I fucked up two holes. God, oh my god, the last one! I'm still angry about it. It was just a couple feet, and I, I missed the putt. Yeah, she and missed I was like so a six angry. footer. Oh really? A yeah. Six footer. Yeah. Just some bullshit. But we were talking about it too. Like we're way more confident now with like those closer putts versus like when we first started. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'll just walk up to a ten footer and insanely confident on them. Throw it. Yeah. Before I was like, mm. yeah. But I've made some cool. I mean, some pretty good putts. Yeah, you made you made a few really. And I'm getting better at laying it up too. I just got to work on my drives. Yeah, it's. it's but that destroyer is so fun. Own another one. I figured if you don't throw it right, because I know when I got it and I didn't throw it right, it immediately went right directly out of my hand. As soon as I released it, it just started going, started fading that way because I didn't know how to throw. To be yet. fair, those be courses fair. have more open space. So yeah, you had you had. I have more yeah, room. Fuck yeah, at Adventures, the first time I played there, I was like, this is the hardest course in the world. You can't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not. It's not. But There's a lot of trees, though. It's. Yeah, I just want to go see if I can at least that shoot corn over still, there. I really yeah. want to go to Daniel's, though. We can do that. I've got nothing but time. Mm. I'd love to take her to Daniel's. I don't, I don't think it'd be too mucky. It might be. Fuck it. There'll be some spots. Yeah. Fuck it. It'll be fine. Okay. Adventures awesome. will probably be muddy. Yeah. Which one would be muddier? Probably Adventures. This podcast is so boring to anyone who hates disc golf. <laughs> Adam Bryant's loving it. <laughs> I was getting ready to say this has been an hour of disc Chuck golf. Chuck is so quiet. I'm waiting bird. for it to wear off. <laughs> and it's been my, my favorite. You guys are going to love the beast. Yeah, I'm really pumped. Yeah. I'd like to go somewhere and just Ooh, let's uh, go to Beckley, warm though. up a little bit. Because you haven't been to uh, Dunham's yet, have you? Dunham's, I have not. It's a date, y'all. Well, Dunham's, they don't have a whole lot of discs, but they have, they have they're, they're all premium. It's just a, an end cap. I mean, it's better. It's the best thing we have up here. Yeah. You know, I was up for day shift and it would have changed all this. I would have gone with you guys and done everything. And then I got beat out by one person. Oh, man. So fucking pissed. Do you want to go kill them? Let's go kill them and, I will and go kill disc them. golf. 
When you get day shift, that's going to be. I dope. will murder them in yeah. their whole family because we can do Friday night podcasts. Yeah, it's. I, I, I'm. It's going to be a couple of years. Whatever evening. I mean, a couple of years. Yeah. Let's go kill them. <laughs> Mida. <laughs> so it took you a year. To I'm moidalizing. It took you a year to get on evening shift, which is much better than overnights. Oh God, it's not even a fucking comparison. If I had to go back to midnight, I'd shoot myself. I mean, I almost, take- almost did at midnight shoot myself. Yeah, like I, I was, I was damn near suicidal. I'd have to. That'd be tough. Yeah. I mean, my, my health took a fucking dive. It was awful. It'd be depressed. Yeah. I mean, short term, I think it would be okay. But day shift is, is it eight to five? Eight to four? Eight to four. Man, man, that'd man be perfect. Good. That's fucking beautiful. Yeah. I can. What I should have done. You gamble though. I can apply for another position, like when they have beds open. But there is a chance if I I'll be low man on the totem and have to go back to midnight at a job. It's like fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. you wouldn't. So, yeah. and I like furnace operating. Like I really like it a lot. Is the storeroom open at uh, night shift? I don't know. That'd be the the fucking job right there, buddy. That's is that that's warehouse? people have been there for twenty years. Okay. You know, you're not. Yeah, the storeroom here. I wanted something more physical. Like I want something real physical, but there's nothing. You know. The one that's real physical is also you're breathing nothing but dust, and I'd like to not have emphysema. Yeah. So you know, that's that, those, that's uh, a lifelong goal of mine to not get emphysema. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's as far point. as goals go, I mean, that's up there. It's yeah. good, and well, I'm surprised I don't have lung problems yet. All the industrial settings I've worked in. Yeah, well, it's too. because you set that goal and you're following through with it. it I'm proud of you. I used to wear uh, whenever I'd have to grind or paint or anything, I'd wear one of those double filtered masks. I've got one. I just don't wear it. They're rough. I mean, they give them to coal miners and stuff. It's like, it's you can't breathe. It's hot. It's, it's too so fucking hot. It's fog up and stuff. Know. I mean, I've seen my friend's dad died from, well, he, a couple of different things. He was a lifelong smoker. That didn't help. Um, heavy smoker, too. And um, then he, he smoked lucky non-filters. Shit. Does anyone ever just like keep smoking, but they're a light smoker? Um, sure, I guess so. There are people, people that are social smokers that I bump are social smokers their entire lives. I bump cigarettes know? at work sometimes, like two or three a day for the past couple weeks. <laughs> sometimes I really want a cigarette. Like, oh, man. you know, it's uh, yeah. after a meal or something, but I know what, what would happen. I mean, I do nothing by halves. Yeah, so. I, go, I go stand with the smokers and vape. <laughs> Just I, I like the smell of a cigarette in the mornings. I need to I need to do a pipe. Pipe would be good for me. Yes. Mm. Yeah. You look like a pipe you, smoker. You do look like a pipe guy. <laughs> you do. I mean, I, I wonder why that is. I don't know. I can see you in like a velvet smoking jacket. <laughs> no, that's definitely not me. Sitting in your nice, beautiful room in a nice, beautiful chair with your smoking jacket and your pipe. The library in my house reading would, be a comic a good, book. would be a good smoking <laughs> room. <laughs> reading a Captain Outlining America. Outlining a story he won't finish. <laughs> Shit, I know, right? <laughs> so terrible. Now you need a you need a pipe. Maybe that's what you need. That change everything. That's it. Just become Chuck. a pipe guy. Change your social media to just you. I have a sun porch I can sit on and smoke. Yeah, you know, which I cleaned that up the other day. Yeah, that's a it's cool. Got, little, you got a great view back there. I love that sun porch. It's uh, is that what it's called a sun porch? Mm-hmm. Or uh, it's a it's a moon awning. <laughs> Breakfast nuke. <laughs> it's. Okay, my mom never used it really, and then I cleaned it up one time, and she started using it, eating breakfast and stuff out there toward the yeah. end of her life. So, but I cleaned it up completely. I vacuumed the carpet. I dust. I dusted all the chairs. I, you know, 
I went on terror the other day cleaning up the house, and now it's a complete wreck again because I got the COVID shot and it knocked me on my fucking ass. It was terrible. It means you got a good immune system. Yeah. It was just, it was bad. Like, it Is was, that salmon? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that. That was wow. abrupt. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to do favorite things? Yeah. Yeah, there's so much this week. Who's first? We've uh, basically been doing favorite things all the time. So, Chuck, you tell us about yours. Well, there's quite a few. There's uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. I, I think uh, you mean Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I love that they, that they did that. I don't like his costume. Yeah. But it looks it was, like the comic. Well, I know. I mean, and I'm okay with that. And I kind of knew that I was agree. what it was going to look like. I think like, they're going to get rid of the half cowl. They have to. He needs a helmet. Yeah, come on. You can I mean, right that's ahead. just tactical. So, yeah, he needs a. Why didn't they make him a helmet? Everything because he doesn't is, have a helmet in the comics, and they were didn't want to be accused of hiding his face. Okay, because yeah, of what they did around. with the Patriot he's when he's a black guy, who wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it's just not. It's not. It's doesn't make a lot of sense. But it is comic books. Um, U.S. agent, I love the redeeming arc of uh, John Walker. What happened to him was is that the uh, Super Soldier Serum brought out his PTSD. That's the reason he did what he did. He's not a villain. He was never a villain. He's he's got to learn to control. He's it. a soldier from another time who is dealing with much more terrible things. And they did a, a good uh, good job of showing that because he do flashbacks exactly, and he yeah. would start going like this and stuff like that. How about what your fuck showing up? At JLD, yeah, did who? not know they brought her, Julia Lewis. Oh yeah, she's a uh, Madame Hydra. So they brought her. He's going to break away from her. She's a villain, and then she's going to set U.S. Agent up and even get him his own shield. And he's going to turn against her because he's not a villain. He grabbed that fucking. I love. He grabbed that truck and was dragging it back. You know, that's a fucking cat moment. Yeah, that is yeah, a true cat yeah. moment. Now we're going to get into the fact that my story's better than what it would have been with Falcon. Hold yeah. on, Julie, Julia, the uh, JLD, still fucking hot. She oh yeah, looks so good. Yeah, she does. She's, She's that's what that's what money too. can do yeah. for you know. She is still absolutely money. gorgeous, and, and she takes care of herself. She always did. Money. She had cancer just recently, and she. she had- Stomped it out, yeah. stomped it, and now she's she's fucking great and everything. I love her. She's so good. I just she it was a a great it's a great addition to it to the Marvel universe and mm-hmm. you know um, which is and Jerry gets a job in the Marvel universe. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America, <laughs> what's the deal? I'm Captain New York. <laughs> Can't get a good bagel yeah, in you want a other bagel? places. Captain Coffee House. <laughs> um, Don't talk to me before I've had my coffee. <laughs> Um, in that case, I should have. I thought there that, has to be a storyline where <laughs> I'm sorry, where alternate universe they where um, uh, Madame Hydra, whatever Val has to decide whether John Walker is shield worthy. 
<laughs> you and then has a long, the episode? pointless discussion with the minutia about all the things that they have to run through. It's a list. You guys don't remember the episode? Uh, Spongeworthy. They quit making oh, that sponge the, yeah. for your vagina. She just to oh, suck up, yes. and then she has to decide if every guy. She had a whole case of them, but she, she was a, trying to stretch them. She out. had a desk of that's OB right. sponges. God damn it! <laughs> that's good. great storyline. I'm a genius. Go Chuck. Uh, I come up with the comedy storylines. He comes up with the real ones. Um. I re- and this is what I really thought was going to happen is he can't punch with the people who take the super soldier. He just can't. No. And in the upcoming Marvel Universe, we're going to have mutants who make that super soldier serum look like nothing. You know, you're going to have people like Colossus. You're going to have people like, you know, Warpath. You're going to have people who are just class 100. Literal Satan is going to be in there somewhere. Thor. I mean, they're going to be able to knock Thor on his ass. A lot of mutants are more powerful than Thor is. So... A Captain America with no superhuman powers is going to be just out outranked. I mean, there's nothing he's going to be able to do. So what they should have done, in my opinion, is in that case should have been the serum from, from Wakanda, uh, the Black Panther serum. They made his costume for him, which, you know, makes sense, the wings and all that stuff. And it had a, and it, and it had a lot of cool stuff in it. You know, their tech was great. But he really should have had... Something to level the playing field So he can punch with People who are taking that shit yeah. and, and people who are going to be Superhuman powered That actually might be An eventual storyline I mean he was using His jetpack I know, With the shield I understand But that's not You know That's yeah. not the same That's Iron Man stuff You know And Iron Man You know That is an example Of somebody who never Had superhuman powers But his tech was so much a part of him that he was basically an, a cyborg. That's what Iron Man was. We He's the definition a, of being a cyborg. We so. watched a video. His suit is kind of like Captain America, Iron Man, and Black Panther merged. Well, yeah, and it has kinetic things where, like, he can absorb stuff. Like mm-hmm. when he put the shield in front of him, put the wings up, and it blocked that thing that you know that should have killed him. Mm-hmm. You know, it has all those things. And but I, I, again, Captain America to me needs to have superhuman powers. I mean, that's just and not out of control superhuman powers. You know, the original Cap is not as strong as U.S. Agent or the Patriot because it's just a different kind of serum. They discussed that. The guy who made it said there's no explosion of, of gigantic bodies and stuff like that. He said it's more elegant because you look exactly the same, but it just makes your, your physiognomy more dense. Okay. So you have superhuman strength, superhuman speed, all this stuff. Um I never thought about that being a different serum because yeah, it's completely different. Yeah, it's Cap, Cap's physical appearance completely changed. So did Bucky's. Bucky wasn't. I mean, he was in shape and stuff, but he got super jacked when they put him on the. You talk about how hot Bucky God, was he's for so thirty sexy. minutes. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that, he I was think, great in that episode. He ran that fucking motorcycle into that barrier and that was flew over. That's fucking awesome. Love him so, awesome. awesome. Love him so, so much. Awesome. I like the fact that John Walker got brought in and they just. Didn't even think about it. They're like, all right, you're with us now. And they, yeah. and they fought with yeah. him. And again, the redemption of... He's going to be in what, something called the Dark Avengers, where you know there are people who have an anti-hero past. I think the Punisher was in the Dark Avengers at one point. You know, people who are a little bit more ruthless. But John Walker, Walker did murder somebody. Yeah, but what happened was he had taken the serum. He wasn't prepared for how it would affect his PTSD. They got into that. He said it just makes you more of what you are. Yeah, but so what, it made what, his PTSD worse. Yeah, but what do you do about that when a superhero murders somebody? Well, that like person that? was a terrorist. Okay. I mean, he didn't murder an innocent bystander. Okay. I mean, he that person had killed other people. Oh, my God, did he murder him? 
Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Shit, it, was it was a dope. fucking awesome scene. <laughs> he, he did what's known as the Baron Blood. In one of the uh, early Captain American stories, there was a vampire named Baron Blood, and Cap took his shield and chopped the motherfucker's head off. Oh, shit. It was a John Byrne. It's one of my favorite comics of all time. I had that comic. It was a 1970s comic. So it was wall to wall with a spandex and big hair and shit. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was my favorite. It was wall to wall with spandex. Yeah, Marvel, Marvel's best fucking uh, timeline is in the seventies because that's when they introduced one of them. They introduced was Dazzler, who's one of the fucking one of the became one of the X Men, and her power was she had skates and she created light shows around herself using sound. <laughs> They were actually going to daz- do a Dazzler movie in the 70s and it fell apart, but they had a Dazzler comic, you know. Oh, that could have been a fun movie. Oh, sure. I mean, especially they would make it now. Um, but check then, check out. Yeah, that's the original Dazzler I costume. love it. Dazzler. Uh, her powers became more like they adapted with the times. Like she could shoot lasers and shit out of her hands and create lights to dazzle people. That's yeah, that's. Awesome. I mean, Dazzler was a great. Yeah, the, she looks fun. The lineup in the she 80s. She got that sweet ass toy. Is that her? Yeah. The the lineup in the in the eighties and nineties, uh is that the Dazzler No, oh, that's Captain America. It's the seventies Captain America TV show or Hell movie. yeah, dude. It was a movie, right? God a terrible dude, I so used great. I want to remember something. I used to watch this all the time with Dad. The old people around here are my friends. And if I ever hear they have problems again, I'm coming after you. You got that? <laughs> there you was, got that. There were so many aborted uh Captain America properties. Oh, yeah. This is one of them. And then another one where they had Matt Salinger, who was literally J.D. Salinger's son, the guy who wrote Catcher in the Rye, play Captain America. And they, it was awful. Like, an awful movie. Um, <laughs> here's one from 1990. That's the one. Oh, really? Yeah. My American brother has arrived. The Red Skull. God, Marvel was so behind for so long. They use a lot of these elements in the Captain America movie, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, in the in the, in the good one. Well, I want to see Cap before we... This guy was in Revenge of the Nerds. He played one of the bullies. One of the jocks. Shit, to me, that's not that bad. No. Yeah, I think it was probably made in 88. Yeah. And they put it out in 90. I remember there was a... Uh, they had a... Cost that as a poster Put a for Heiser on that cap. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, Red Skull that's, that's, that that's, all, that's literally what Bucky had done is catch the shield. He catches back. so much stuff. I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I they took like a, like a, had a cut of everything he <laughs> super caught. cut of everything he's caught. Yeah. It's great. It's awesome. <laughs> um, and he catches it with his with his non uh, with his regular hand. They Usually. even made a comment. He's Except for on the, the boat. shield, yeah. But he caught a knife with his regular hand. He was like, "Why didn't you use your?" Mechanical hand He's I'm right handed <laughs> yeah, I don't think about it I'm right handed I like the fact That they address Those kind of things Yeah um, The end of that Is Was outstanding And then uh, I But one thing I didn't Bucky catching things So good That's Mono It's only coming out Of one ear That is arguably The best comic movie Of all time Is The Winter Soldier God it was so much fun I need to rewatch it I can't really remember it. I'm sorry. There's never going to be another cap as good as cap. No, you there's can't. Just, there's just not. Yeah. Ah, fuck yeah, dude. That's so sweet. Looks like he threw the buzz there. <laughs> the fight scenes in the Winter Soldier were... It was the fucking born identity. Only mm-hmm. it was with comic book characters. 
Boom. One of my favorite a character I hope they bring into uh, the MCU is this guy named the Crimson Commando, who was he's a mutant and always his always his his abilities are just below superhuman. That's his mutant power. So everything he can do just below superhuman levels. So he's basically Captain America, only it's natural. He's born with it. Huh. So like he was an assassin basically in World War II. He was part of the Freedom Force. I didn't see him it was him, Blob, um, Avalanche, Stonewall, and there's a couple other ones. Mystique. Mystique was in there. Um, they ended up being this uh, bully, the bully boys for the American government trying to take mutants down because the American government was against mutants. So there's all kinds of great fights between the X-Men and this group. And the Crimson Commando at one point just beats the shit out of everybody because... Like he's running fast and kicks somebody, and then they and he's and he's old in this. He's got gray hair and shit, but he's still at the at tip top abilities, you know. So it's were there any moments in the last episode of uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier where you kind of got a little bit misty? Yes, absolutely, oh, dude. I- yeah, like well the. Whenever the the black dudes are filming, and he's like, "That's the Black Falcon right there." Nah. That's Captain America. That was I was awesome. like, yeah, that could have been so corny, and it just wasn't. It was yeah. so perfect. And then his obviously his thing at the, the speech, yeah, and then, well, and then yeah. showing that showing uh, Isaiah Bradley into where they've got a statue of him. Yeah, up that's and, what I'm saying. I was yeah. like, oof, that speech, and then showing Isaiah Bradley and them hugging, and him but I'm finally because like the, the he shouldn't want to be Captain America, but. Also, don't tell me what to do. Well, you know? there's that, but then the storyline that I was going to get into is that it it would have worked. Like it would have been more crowd pleasing for him to have superhuman powers. But getting it from Wakanda, he's a son of America and a son of Africa, and the Wakandans were wanting to help people who weren't fortunate enough to be born in Wakanda, and you know who were enslaved Americans. But I know. Even if they weren't going to do a storyline like that, all the righties hate. They hate Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They hate it because they dared say something about America and the and the bullshit they did. They, I mean, you know, your Ben Shapiro's of the world are going to have something to bitch about. So Ben Shapiro doesn't. He, he actually, no, I'm saying he if he saw it, he actually if loves he, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Does he? Yeah. Well, that's surprising, <laughs> actually. I mean, but then you have a bunch of cunts who don't. You know, they just they. They basically say black people should be thankful that we brought them over here and stuff like that. That's that's their fucking view. And sometimes they make good points, but not always. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've heard a single good point. Um, I know you're kidding, of course, but it's just it's. He's, I'm joking, of course. Uh, There's a I'm, scene this, where they uh, where Bucky refers to him as Cap, and they turn around, they walk, and then he he kind of. Yeah, I like the fact the that they're that they had a tough relationship to begin with, and they became good friends, yeah, and man, and he's going to so bang out his sister. Yeah, that was cool. I like that very much. Uh, I love that he's got he's got jungle fever. <laughs> I love it because in the 40s or 30s, whenever he wouldn't have been allowed to like black chicks. No, you know, and, you know, I, I like the fact that they're addressing a lot of those things and. Um, as I said, in this whole story idea, the it's a, the whole show's a metaphor for America. You have nineteen, you have Bucky, who is basically just, he's he's Cap, he's nineteen forties Cap, who you know is from a is from a country that had its problems and stuff like that. But literally marched, let kept the armies from darkness from marching all over the world. I mean, the Nazis were as, they are central casting evil. Um, then you have. Sam, who represents Black America in this, he hasn't been respected. Shouldn't he didn't get the respect he deserved? All that stuff, and he's fighting for it and accepts that things are bad in the past. But 
they're they're making it better now with the help of so many black patriots. You know, that's an awesome thing. And then uh, John Walker is current America, who has kind of lost its way, um, does shitty things, but doesn't do it because they're necessarily bad. They just they started to believe their own press. Yeah, you know, uh, there there's a difference. The the greatness of America, the American exceptionalism under Kennedy is way different than it is under some like someone like Donald Trump. It used to be that we're exceptional because we bring everybody in and we build them up and we try to we try to get the best out of everybody. We know we've had our problems, but we're trying to fix that. Under Trump, it's we're exceptional and we're the asshole in the office that tells you so. You know that that we're better than all of you. That's Donald Trump, and that's why he he embodies a lot of what America is now. You know, that that whole asshole way of looking at things that we're just better than you. America has always had that chip on its shoulder to begin with, because that's what young nations do. But they were able to back it up with deeds. They were able to back it up. You know, the, the heroism in World War One and World War Two and, you know, all that stuff was we, we didn't think we were better than everybody else because, you know, there was that. Colonizing group of white people That's basically what it is It boils down to racism It really does That the The white people Have that In America Have that colonizing thing Still in their In their system The cowboys and Indians The fact that we You know I've gotten in this before That there was You know In World War One, You still had Austria-Hungary left And it had 11 ethnic groups in it And was ruled by one And then that group Didn't welcome anybody else At the table They basically told them You're lucky to live here Under our rule That's what white America thinks is that all these people who live here should shut up and be thankful that they're here because we allow you to live here. That's jingoism. And that's the definition of jingoism. And it's bullshit. I fucking hate it. We weren't that way in the 40s, really. We were just an up-and-coming nation who felt like we had to do our duty. I love hearing all the interviews with the World War II soldiers who say, there's no such thing as a good war, but there's a necessary war. We had to fight that. I, I love that generation. I mean, they... We're the best Americans And we've since fallen But um, We're coming back Debatable <laughs> Well yeah I mean, That's completely uh, debatable I think the people are coming back The government's not giving us any fun No I mean And it's, it's not really It is the government's fault That all this shit happens Because You have a bunch of people in government Who are a bunch of chicken hawks And stuff like that They You know You have the Ted Cruz's of the world and By the way I watched a bunch of shit about him God How can anybody ever stay in a room with that man And not fucking punch him I mean he's just He's such a fucking piece of shit cunt But um, Well the government spends 50 years In the Middle East Bombing everybody and Yeah Then 9-11 happens Like why would they do that to Exactly us? I mean that's it, well, That's what changes. a lot of us said When that shit happened Like well I'm surprised It didn't happen Why would they sooner? not do that Yeah um, You know you, you have a political class Of people who they literally are They get good health care They get all these things That the rest of us don't get So And then they And then they try to act Like they know the common man And as soon know. as they get elected They start campaigning for re-election Exactly Well I mean that's part of the, the The bullshit of the system That you know You shouldn't have to do that You know there should be Some kind of system where You don't have to constantly Be seeking re-election Shit like that I mean I don't know It's just It's a it's a The whole system's fucked It's not working Anyway let's get off that But <laughs> Other favorite things <laughs> Um, Invincible Is the best thing I mean it's Tremendous uh, Fucking Omni-Man When he's let off the chain Is He's literally unstoppable Like you cannot stop him So um, You could say he's invincible 
Yeah, his son is not aptly named because I don't think he has the full power set, at least not yet. Um, don't get me wrong, he's powerful, but he's definitely not as powerful as his dad. Um, one of my favorite things is that uh, I love those two, the twin guys, the the, the big dudes. The, who, they're fucking hilarious because they're yeah. always fucking up, and then they try to blame each other. You're the clone. No, you're the clone. You know. Um, they in this one they bring. Um, the immortal back It's the guy who was basically The, the Superman of the uh, They were called the They were basically the Justice League He was I mean you can look him up He he wore a suit and he They sent him out because he's damn near Like he would be I think he would be considered the, the Captain Marvel To Omni-Man Superman You know um, He's definitely class 100 and all that stuff But he's He's not in excess He's just a level here Omni-Man's here And he's here You know what I mean So they send him out And they're going to try To control him To attack Somebody To attack the, the This other Team And he has this collar on And he just rips it off And they're like Oh <laughs> you know, He like flies out <laughs> And they're like That He's like The robot guy Gave us bad schematics And they're like um, He hits Omni-Man at first And gives him A, gives him a, a a good go knocks Omni Man down, knocks him in the ground, and all this stuff. Who and Omni Man just—he's uh, called the Immortal. Okay. He's one—you'll you'll, get—you'll see him. And Omni Man just finally focuses on him because he's fighting this. Uh, him and Mark are fighting this other big thing, this big fucking Lovecraft, you know, giant monster thing. So he's got his attention on that, and and the things worn him down some. So finally, he's able to focus, and he looks at him and says, "You should have stayed dead." And he punches through his fucking body, and then rips him in half and throws him down. And everybody sees it, and that's where the episode ends. And he flies up to Mark and says, "We got to talk." Hmm. So that's the that's the name of the episode. I love it. Um, that's not the finale, is it? There's one more. No, there's one more. There, you're going to find out at the end what Omni Man's doing there. I'm sure he's sent. The Veltramites are sent to planets to conquer them. That's why they're sent there. They're not sent there to protect them. And I'm sure that he's fighting the programming, like you know, not as in a robot, but as in the the culture that they have. Omni Man's not a bad person, but he, it's made him do bad things. You know, he loves his son. He loves his wife. And there's something there that he's told them, you have to trust me, you know, because there's something here that I can't tell you. There's going to be some reason why he did those things. And, you know, I just, I, again, and J.K. Simmons is a perfect guy to play that. Oh, yeah, he's great. I mean, he's just, um, I don't know. It's, it's fucking awesome. Like, they use this big laser to try to shoot him down, and it knocks him into the ground. And they're saying, well, that should give us a minute, you know, a few minutes. It, it, that hurt him some. And then he's standing at the bottom of the crater and said, or not at all. And he flies up to it <laughs> and just breaks the laser and tears it apart. Um, Walton Goggins plays the guy who runs the superhero. You oh, know, he's, he's the guy with the big scar on his face and the, and the gray mullet and all that shit. He's a great character because he hates what he has to do, but he knows it's necessary, you know. Um, so that's a great thing. Invincible is... I watched that on a, on a whim one time. I was like, well, I'll check this out. And it drew me in in five minutes only because it's a 90s cartoon. And then the, at the end of that episode, I was fucking gobsmacked. I could not believe that <laughs> Omni-Man had killed the that in their, their basically reality's Justice League. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Especially when he fucking took the fish guy and <laughs> threw something through his head like their Aquaman. Yeah. Like, 
Uh, it was. It did completely change the tone of the cartoon. Absolutely, like that and that episode. was on purpose. Yeah. They were selling it at first as like something you watch your nineties, a little bit of you know uh, member berries, but at the end you're just like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it was very, it was very G rated yes, right up until that. Exactly. I'm like, then you're like, holy goddamn fun. fuck, what the shit? I'm glad I didn't read the comic because there was a comic where this should happen before, and I'm glad I didn't see that coming. And I and you know. Like I am good with story I can usually tell you Where a story is going With that It was complete shock I'm like I did not see that Fucking shit coming <laughs> What the hell was that <laughs> um, Man that scene was fun Yeah it was great And especially to show How powerful he was He chopped the one guy's head off With his fucking edge Of his hand and shit I'm like this is I'd like to see a fight Between him and Superman And see who would come out on top yeah. That'd be a good one Yeah Omni um, Man's awesome They always have that On internet polls too Who would win between <laughs> Homelander and Superman <laughs> Fucking Superman Would destroy Homelander it's not even a fight um, Between Omni-Man and Superman Would be a, a fucking knockdown drag out Who's gonna win The planet would be destroyed Before they fucking yeah. ended So I love that um, Oh then Did the first episode Of Dragon the Spring Dawning This week The last I'm like uh, three episodes behind The last Dragon so Lance And it was Even if I had to say so myself A great show like, Really I came prepared That's awesome I read the material um, I actually had to fight To keep it under two hours because I had so much to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm and I sorry. didn't even look at my notes. So, um, talk about dragons of spring dawning. Yeah, that was a good. App. Yeah, it was. I really. It's one of the first, only one of the first ones I really enjoyed doing because I felt like it was quality, and it was. I had a terrible time, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I read further because I'm what I'm wanting to do is read ahead and then come back and read it again and have different insights so I can bring it to the show. Plus, listening to Dan Carlin doesn't hurt. That's my, my last favorite thing. Yeah, but, you swagger Jack Dan Carlin yeah, with your I, intros. I like it. I fucking I, I mean, respect the shit out of it. I, I, you know, go down the path that somebody else has already forged for you. Um, yeah, if you're going to bite a little bit off of somebody, do it. Do it the off best. the best one. Yeah. yeah, and he's fucking awesome. Um, like, you know, I love the fact that, uh, you know, this the story was good, you know, and it's and it's awful shit happening. Like I, I, I said that, you know, this fits more in Dragons of Winter Night because there is no hope at the beginning of this book. I'm like, what the fuck? Hmm. You know, it was awful thing after awful thing happening. So, um, and the title implies that some, something good. But in the next episode, it's really that hope appears literally in like two pages. Oh, and good. it's fucking awesome. It's a, it's a great moment. Captain it would be it's very cinematic. You know, that the, the Dragonlance book, the Chronicles and the Legends would be a runaway breakout show, a fantasy equivalent. You know, it would it would give Game of Thrones a run for its money because the characters are more warm and relatable. The, you know what I mean? Tassoff Burfoot, the character by himself would carry the fucking show. Yeah. Him and him and him. And Flint, there's really sad something coming up with him and Flint though. Is it's is just really, you know, are they doing a, a muddy niner? <laughs> somebody farts in the other one's mouth. God, even that muddy niner shit. Well, I mean, it's a great idea. Um, it's the only idea. <laughs> <laughs> then the last thing is I'm on the last episode now of blueprint for Armageddon. I'm finally going to finish it. And they're talking about uh, Passchendaele. Was this uh, the this? It's called the. It's the third battle of Ypres, which is was this awful, you know, uh, battle. And they talk about the mud. The mud is like the biggest 
uh, factor in it because it rained double what it was supposed to get at that point. And then they were uh, essentially fighting on the surface of the moon. There is nothing left. There's no vegetation. There's, you know, there's nothing left. So people would get stuck in the mud and die because you just can't save them. Mm. I mean, there's a story of a guy who gets sunk up to his knees and they can't get him out. And then they come back three days later and he's up to his neck and he's, and he's gone insane. So, you know, it's a, it's a great podcast, but the, the war is awful. I mean, it's and he makes the case and I believe him, even though the body count wasn't near world war two, the terror and how bad it was is way worse. Like it's, you know, people living in trenches for years at a time and, you know, having the stench of dead bodies and stuff around you at all times. And it's in your food and it's in your clothes. And it's, you know, he talked about how it basically destroyed an entire generation of people on planet earth because they all fought in it. So, um, it gave rise to people like, uh, Hemingway and Tolkien, you know, it, it really opened up a creative outlet, but there's no way Tolkien did not base Mordor on the battlefields of world war one. So, you know, just the description of it there's no, it's just a rocky place where there's nothing that grows and then the air is a poisonous fume i mean that's nothing but a world war ii fucking battlefield you know um and then they finally got into this the americans finally entered the war and despite myself i felt some you know true patriotism because the germans are talking about the american soldiers and how they're almost they're suicidally brave they're like you know, they'll run right into machine gun fire. They're not, they don't care. They're completely unafraid. And also the, the Australians and the, um, there was another group. It might be the Americans that the Germans started planning offenses around offensives around them because they're just like, if they're here, we're not winning. So, you know, they try to figure out where they were so they could fight around them and try to eventually whittle them down. And, you know, the Canadians, that's who it was. The Canadians were like mounted this huge offensive and, you know, blew the Germans back and, you know, all kinds of stuff. But the Germans have just now have released this, the last real offensive called the Kaiser Schlocks or something like that. And it's German has a quality all its own where it's just a very apocalyptic language when they, when they really want to apply it to something. And it's just huge. It's awful. Like a, a barrage of, they shot 1.5 million shells in four hours. They, you know, but then the thing that really got me the last, you know, and the last thing I'll say is that there was something the Germans came up with called the, or built called the Paris gun in Paris. There would just be random explosions. They would kill a bunch of people and stuff like that. And they didn't know what was going on. They didn't because they didn't hear a shot. They didn't hear anything. The Germans had create, created this gun where it could shoot 81 miles. It was the first thing the humans had ever created that shot into the stratosphere. When they were doing the calculations where the shells were going to land, they had to account for the rotation of the Earth. Goddamn. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, it's insane. In 1917. <clears throat> I mean, it's just, that's 50 years roughly after the Civil War. That just blows my fucking mind, you know. Um and you know all this terrible i mean but it's 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 definitely i can't wait to i can't wait to finally get through it to have finished it and then read a lot of the books he's a lot more of the books that he's recommended there's one book i'm really going to start with and um the last thing i'll say is that it's not necessarily a favorite thing but it's something i did i bought one of my least favorite people on the face of the earth is stephen miller this 
piece of shit advisor for Donald Trump. And I bought a book about him called Hate Monger, and it outlines w- what he was and how he rose to power and stuff like that. He needs to just die. He's an awful human being and just doesn't deserve to live. So I'm not saying anyone should kill him. I'm just saying or anything like that. I, I would never threaten anyone. But given his given his head and doing whatever he wanted, he would install uh, gas chambers and ovens at the border to kill migrants. He would do that. He's that kind of person. You can see evil when it's, when it's approaching sometimes very clearly, and he is an evil human being. So that's last thing. That's fun. I love hate for this guy. It's his favorite thing. Yeah. I didn't say it was a favorite thing. I said it was, uh, it's a, something I did this week. I bought a book. Okay. Um, and so that was separate from favorite thing. Kind of, yes. But it, I was just going to, because, you know, the show has to go on, I had to just go ahead and finish. <laughs> spend, spend the next 45 minutes or so telling us about Stephen Miller. <laughs> oh, God. Look him up. Look a picture of him up and tell me you don't just hate him on site. Okay. He looks a little bit like uh, the brother in um, Arrested Development that lost his hand. He does. Only, an, a little, only an evil version. Yeah. yeah. Like they could be cousins. Yeah. What is his name? Um, shit. Baxter. No, Buster. Buster. Buster yeah. <laughs> they do. Yeah, they they could be cousins. Yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I always thought he looked like what would have happened if uh, Captain Harrison Proctor from Police Academy had had a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Proctor! <laughs> okay. That's, that's I it. think all, all the, the Police Academy cinematic universe, I think all of it's on HBO Max right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's where my love for giant boobs started with Captain Harris. <laughs> She's just fucking hot as shit. Just huge hangers. Some state droopers. <laughs> Some real slappy daddies. Well, I mean, I remember watching it as a kid and shouldn't have. I mean, my dad didn't really carry he'd rent shit like that. And we'd I'd be sitting, you know, very impressionable. And I was like 13 or 14 when Unforgiven came out. And one of the very first scenes is uh, Clint Eastwood in, a, in like a bathhouse, like a brothel or whatever, like a bar. And you know how in the old West upstairs was where you get laid. And... He's getting like uh, a bath, and like there's a woman bathing him, and then they get ready to start doing it. Dad turned it off. I don't mm. even know if he ever finished it. I was that, like 14. I was like, that wasn't at the, at the beginning of the movie. It was somewhere in the beginning. He was like getting getting ready to do sex with a, with a, <laughs> a lady. I don't think that was. I don't think Clint Eastwood was never in danger of having sex with it because they offered. It must him, have been another movie. It was, no, no, it was. Well, it might have been another movie, but it might have been right the the beginning scene. Might have been Tombstone or something. I don't remember, but it was a uh, it was a a, a western, and it, I was old enough to see things like that. I imagine because I'd already seen them. Right, Unforgiven scrambled porn. <laughs> <laughs> Unforgiven was the we went and saw that in the movie theater three times. So that's it. Aaron, Elena, <sighs> let's go. We went camping. Yeah, we went camping for a couple of nights. It was really cold. It was really cold. Yeah. Bought a, uh, a little heater called a Little Buddy. And it's a little propane heater. And it didn't burn my tent down. Propane. Propane. <laughs> propane uh, and propane accessories. So shout out to Little Buddy Heaters. <laughs> yeah. This episode is brought to you by Little Buddy Heaters. <laughs> Perfect for the on-the-go camper. 
I tell you, man. Like, if it wasn't for that little heater, we wouldn't have. Yeah, there's no way. There, we wouldn't have stayed. Use code Godfather of Gash when you check it <laughs> to receive 10% off. <laughs> it was cold. Um, Made steaks the first night. It was pretty good. It was good. We had fun. Um, is that some pornographic material? It was. I like that. I will say, we watched Mortal Kombat. Yes! <laughs> and it was, was it everything good? I wanted. Yes! It's just, it just a big, ridiculous, bloody... It was so gory. Yeah, really so gory. So gory, but also just like, you can tell they were... Yeah, you can tell that they were just fans of the game. Yeah, yeah. obviously. So like, I mean, it was just some, okay. Like, here's the, here's what made me know. Let me know that these the people that made this movie played the game when they were kids. The fight between Kano and Liu Kang. Oh yeah. He kept spamming the leg sweep. I was telling her, which is what everybody did that used Liu Kang. Yep. I was telling her that's the asshole. That's the one asshole. <laughs> it was really that great. It's, it's what the people that didn't know how to play did. Like I, I didn't know how to play very good, and I would just <clears throat> leg sweep with Liu Kang. Yeah. And that's exactly. And I was like, okay, these guys played the game a lot growing up. It was great. <laughs> uh, there was no fighting tournament. Oh, they're setting this out for seven more movies. I know. Oh, there's going to be a Mortal Kombat extended cinematic oh, yeah. universe. I can't wait. But there was no tournament, though. Like the whole. Well, they were know, cheating. Mortal Kombat before, is a fighting tournament. They were cheating to kill them off before the tournament. Yeah, I know. I know all that. So yeah. the, I'm just saying. <laughs> the next movie, there will be a big tournament. There was no fighting tournament in Mortal Kombat. And the, we're going to get Johnny Cage. I just... It's so ridiculous. It's no, so much you, fun. You go we into accept it, the fact that it's dumb. It's stupid. Oh, sure. But, but I mean, also... I, I, I get what it's doing. I just... I don't know. I just never liked Mortal Kombat. Goro looks awesome. Good. Yeah. He looked like Shrek's good. cousin. They put money in <laughs> And like the, the It was all you know CGI mm-hmm. But it looked, it looked really good. good They did a good job All of it looked really well, good That was CGI good as when they found A big giant guy With five, four arms <laughs> well, crazy they, they, Or rubber costume They didn't use is, uh, CGI oh, A whole lot of CGI With Goro In, in the Mortal Kombat From the 90s Oh god And it looked like That's It so was bad. clay animation A lot of it was And there was also Yeah There was some clay animation Scenes That's with terrible. Goro In the movie And uh, there was also A suit And a guy in the suit But uh, Goro looked great it was awesome. Yeah. The frisbee hat? Come on. And yeah, Luke All that fatality. Kentaro, oh, come on, dude. Fatality. Dude, have you seen any of the, the shit on this movie? Like the fatality? I've seen, I've seen some of the Did you see uh, advertisements? Luke Kang's. Uh, was it Luke Kang? Is that his name? I don't know. The fatality with. Oh, dude, I got to show you this. God. It was the best part. I rewound it. So it. awesome. Yeah. Man. It was my favorite. I had so much. I was fucking. Whoopsie. <laughs> I was. Uh, Please tell me somebody said that in some. And then made it, it out of my tits watching it. I was like, this is fucking fun, dude. It was so much fun. <laughs> just. just well, like, it wasn't even long. It was, every movie today has to be seven hours long. It was like under two hours, I think. It was like an hour and 50 minutes because I paused it and I was like, I didn't realize. It was almost two hours. Well, it's, 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 I don't hate it, of course, but I still can't get myself to watch something like that. You know, it's just not my thing. It's so ridiculous. I loved it. It's like the King Kong Godzilla movie. I'm not going to watch oh, that. It's okay. awesome. Oh, I'm sure I it's great. It. I'm sure it's great. I forgot about it. We got to watch that. I can't think of his name. It's not Liu Kang. L-I- or who? What, What's his name? The guy with the hat. Shao Kahn. No, the guy with the blade hat. Oh, that's um. He's I used one, to know a lot of characters. Sun Tzu. <laughs> I don't know their names. Shit, I, I used to play with him a lot. Just put hat fatality. That's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The um. I usually play with a scorpion name? or something. the girl with the crazy teeth. 
She looked awesome. Yeah. I always played with her. I think her name's Rebecca. Rebecca. Sindel. Sindel was the one who could like scream and shit. Mm-hmm. The long gray hair. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I was just more of a Street Fighter and Samurai Showdown guy. We get it. You're cooler than us. Whatever. It's not. I didn't really play. I didn't really play anime. I like the anime art better. It was, I was never good at any of these games. I, I really I, I played play sports them. games mostly. I was decent at Street Fighter too. I played Donkey Kong. And Kung Lao. It was really great. Yeah. That, that, yeah. Come loud. Kung Lao. Hey. <laughs> oh. Jism. Got him. Got him. I'm looking. I found a song that I wanted to play, and I'm, my daughter is on my uh, Amazon account so i'm going through i'm like Anal where does this ch- shit come from i remember i'm gonna it. marry your fart <laughs> oh i found it i want to marry my fart let me see your uh plug any is it over here i don't think uh here it is i think <laughs> We've been doing this for six years. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. Okay, this this fucking thing. Spoilers, you guys. <laughs> hold on. No, hold on. No, it's great. And then flawless victory. Yes! Uh. <laughs> it's fucking great, Chuck. Get over yourself, fucking watch it. You'll have a grand time. In three years, you're gonna be talking about how Mortal Kombat is the best. I shit am not ever. gonna talk about that shit. You're like Mortal Kombat is my shit. I, again, I don't. It's I, really I, a commentary on how America has. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. That's what I do. <laughs> I'm surprised at how much Elena enjoyed it with me. Well, like, I love the fatalities. This the is fatalities, the best part of the game. And, uh, the fighting was great in it. Uh, it was so I much played fun. it. I was never good at the game. I did see uh, Jack's his fatality. They were fighting on the pit. Yeah, and he didn't he didn't uppercut him into the pit. Yeah, sure. they missed an opportunity. But he did. It was a really cool fatality. Those guy, that guy's he belt clapped him. Were that guy is so beautiful. ridiculous. Before they got cut off or frozen off or whatever the fuck. Just, uh, just his regular jack just arm. Just his yeah. regular jack Whoever arms. that guy is. Yeah, he used to be in uh, True Blood. Oh, really? Yeah, he was like sort of a tall, skinny guy. Now he's, yeah. You know the main, like, bad guy? I don't know his name. The guy that, like, sucks souls or whatever. Yeah, the Shao Kahn. He, yeah. the guy who plays him, is the stupid accountant from The Dark Knight that he goes. Yes. I was like, I know this motherfucker. Yeah. I'm good at calculation. Yes. <laughs> it was him. Maybe that was not. a very racist accent. It really That's was. That's what he sounded We're like. We're going to have to issue an apology. God damn it. We start writing it now. Cancel culture's coming for us. I kind of just want to go home and play Mortal Kombat now. It would be the best thing to happen to us. If we go home and play Samurai Showdown. Um, We're going to go golfing. I have to go I home and get back to sleep because I didn't sleep more than shit. Adventure time again. You watch Adventure time again? <laughs> but I started regular show and I love it. It's the best. Yeah. I've never watched it from the beginning. The very first episode they're Just playing the with chairs. the uh, what, the um the wrestle buddy. It was like the Hulk Hogan one. They're they're wrestling with that's the opening scene. Right. I was like, this is great. <laughs> the best episode is uh just set up the chairs. Where they This potty is hot. Where yeah. They, where they find the fucking uh the old uh, the, the arcade, old arcade game. game. Yeah, that's like the one of the first episodes. <laughs> yeah. This potty is hot. <laughs> Um, muscle man. 
a little muscle man. Muscle they do bro. The, my mom joke from the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe they that went came to go later. pick up the special no. entertainment, Man. and it was a clown. I don't know how they got away with this shit. It, 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 like you heard them walking towards the door, and they're walking through beer cans, and then they open up the door, and there's like they're all eyes are all bloodshot. It's a horse and a clown, and it's a special entertainment for a kid's birthday party. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? So stupid. I gotta find this guy's arms. Um, but I love Adventure Time, and I recommend it for everybody. Just watch it; it's great. It's pretty dope. Just drive the bus, you slap jockey. I have you know on Spotify he'll give you like your mixes, mm-hmm. so I'll have like Bright Eyes mixed with like Adventure Time songs, and it's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find any other pictures, but his arms are fucking ridiculous. His chest is ridiculous. His abs yeah. are ridiculous. He's a big, powerful dude. dude Gee, I wonder if he's on oh, gear. Yeah. He's on probably. <laughs> but spoiler alert: he <laughs> loses his arms like within three. Like he works so hard for this role. Yeah. <laughs> He was in the gym. Arms for twenty minutes. He was doing the thing, and then they get frozen off within three minutes of him appearing. <laughs> it's so fast, but and I was like, "Man, it's so ridiculous." <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. It was wonderful, and I loved it. It was so stupid. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, like the the whole story is like uh, the the regular Earth inhabitants have been beaten in the Mortal Kombat tournament ten nine times in a row. The and if they lose one more time, the dark world takes over the underworld takes over everything so they have to stop rolling your eyes you've (laughs) told us so many more ridiculous purposes if you can can buy into the infinity war saga you can buy in (laughs) no false absolutely false (laughs) oh my god no equivalency yes Yes, i'm thanos Uh, we need to kill half the people i I now have this glove that uh when i snap snap it it kills half the people why not (laughs) But it's got all why these not, bright... Why not uh, snap your fingers and create enough for everyone? Yeah. Make a bigger planet. True. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy thought. Yeah. Um, yeah, they should have addressed that. Yeah. <laughs> There's some holes. <laughs> well, I mean, the original was he, he fell in love with death. And yeah. Death, he was, he, to impress death, he has to kill everybody. Right. Mm, Which is... That is a Mortal Kombat storyline right there. There you yeah. go. Yeah. That's a comic book. It was stupid fun. It was dumb. It was so much fun. Scorpion, the guy that played Scorpion's awesome. Like all the characters were cast well. Like like the his heir or his uh, lineage, the, the main dude. What's his character like? He's a new character for the movie. Okay, yeah. so he's not. I, see, I thought he was going to be Scorpion. Well, the um, I'm sure because it's rather popular. I'm sure they're going to make him a downloadable character too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. but his power is he's always getting his ass kicked. This he was, was an MMA of, fighter. Yeah, he was an MMA fighter who always he always he always taps too yeah, soon. Taps too soon. Always gets his ass. Well, kicked. He was a former champion, and he's toward the tail end of his career at 23 years old. Yeah, and just get he goes <laughs> he in looks and he like puts 30 up a, years old. He's got like a 15 year old kid, and I'm like, this doesn't add up, you guys. <laughs> Whatever. Well, he's Asian, so you know that. I mean. He's probably sick. Again, you've just described the storyline to me, and that's that's the hill you're going to die on. The <laughs> yeah, his kids but hold on, too. Hold on. His kids too. Yeah, it. but he. What it is is they have to find. They call it something, but it's there. If you have born with the mark, you like, have oh, a I power. You just have to the glow. It. Yeah, what Bruce is the glow? Right? Yeah, but he uh, his is a, a like the suit that grows on him, and it takes punishment, and then it'll. He, it collects the energy, and he can use the energy. That's fucking Black Panther. <laughs> but it, uh, 
I don't know. It, it was funny because he's he sucks as a fighter. I mean, he doesn't suck, but but he, like he was whipping this guy's ass, and then he the guy just starts whipping him and beating the shit out of him, and he can take a beating. Yeah, and that his part of his power is to take the beating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's exactly rocky. What I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. He's, rocky. yeah. he's rocky. You ain't so bad. <laughs> there wasn't a training montage in it though. I could have used. Well, then I'm out. <laughs> you guys aren't <laughs> selling this. Montage. You're not selling this at all. <laughs> just some, at some point in the movie, turn on the Rocky Three training montage. Okay. I was disappointed. No, Rocky Four Rocky training montage. Excuse yeah, fuck me. Fuck you. <laughs> I was because like they just show up. I'm like, where's the montage? Yeah. <laughs> just turn on Rocky Four because it's pretty much just a giant montage. Yeah. That's Survivor true. did the entire fucking. Uh, <laughs> we need a montage. <laughs> Fucking Montage. Power. But we did get one in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, that was that a great was really training exciting. montage. Man. I loved it. should have said it to God. I got chills. There's I, I no easier way That's a great song. It is. <laughs> the, the video for it though, that's not that's not Rocky, is one of the worst things ever. Uh, well, I'm gonna it. look it up. That's also surreal. He's in a room with a bunch of boxes. It's like, what are we doing? In here? what? The guy's in. He's in like some warehouse or something. It's. It's like Pat Oswalt says that, you know, it's Robert Tepper. That's another uh, 80s, 80s Pat Oswalt. Yeah, I'll show you here in a minute. Okay. While we were camping, we listened to Norm MacDonald's uh, oh memoir, you guys. It's called Based on a True Story. So he's, I mean, it's all Aaron's based. favorite comedian. Yeah. Is this it? Yes. It's got a great bass line. This is where Rocky gets in the car. He's driving that fucking Ferrari or whatever. So 80s. Look at that hair. I just like this one all by myself, too. You go anger dance in a warehouse? I do. <laughs> Jesus. I love this. Ba-boom, boom. Ba-boom, boom. We're not in this Look at those pants. What were acid these? washed? Yeah, acid washed, high waisted. And everything was uncomfortable. He looks like Bono's corny brother. He does. He's definitely biting on Bono here. Yeah. I mean, he looks like him in the in the face. Here comes that chorus. I like he keeps spinning. That's the greatest thing. He has, he has to make that jacket fly out behind him like a cape. Of course. You got to wear that duster. I'm going to buy one of those. I think I might become a duster guy. <laughs> I was a duster kid. Fucking. Oh, he's taking it off. Oh, well, he no. Took off the duster. Now it's just vest. Oh, no. And he's rocking that viz ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! He's like, "Are you guys sure about this?" And they're like, "No, no, no. it's gonna no. look good. It's you gonna look that, so good." You take that back. This is all his idea. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's the cinematographer. He's everything on this video. This was independently produced. Oh, okay. This is so ridiculous. This is before a time where they used songs for movies. They yeah. would they would make songs for movies. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah! Anyway, you were saying saying something about camping. Oh, well, we listened to Norm's. Book. We haven't. We have a. It's his autobiography out. called "Based on a True Story," <laughs> and it is. It, he's got a whole bunch of true stories mixed in with so much, just so many norm jokes. And it's not real. Like a lot of it, it yeah, is. Yeah. Well, when, when I was a kid, uh, my uh, my dad used to diddle my butthole. 
it was stuff like you're like, was that that didn't really happen? Yeah, like you don't really know, but you do know that it's not real. Yeah. But it's all based on it's it's so ridiculous and so much fun. He talks about like when he, when he started SNL, he was in love with Sarah Silverman and he hated David Tell and he was sent to jail. David for- Tell. Because he was a writer. Yeah, Sarah Silverman. I didn't know David Hill ever wrote for Santa Lyle. Oh, yeah. And, he was in a few sketches. And uh, his story is he hires a hitman. He meets Colin Quinn at a comedy club and asks him how to hire a hitman. He's like, because he knows New York. <laughs> <laughs> and so then he goes and it's an undercover cop. And then he ends up in jail for four months. <laughs> And then he goes into this whole raping bit because (laughs) there's always a rape bit. Oh, yeah. He always has a prison rape joke. (laughs) (laughs) But one of my favorite uh, statements in the whole book, or we haven't listened to the whole thing yet, but he goes, uh, I wasn't paying attention because I noticed that table. (laughs) It reminded me particularly of a brown table that I saw at the table store. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's like in the middle of a sketch. And Adam Sandler called him Frank because that's his name. And he's like, we live together. Normally, he calls me Norm. You know, that's my name. So it came as no surprise that I didn't turn to him when he called me Frank. <laughs> and then in between, because he had a ghostwriter, and that story, that bit, is the ghostwriter hates him. <laughs> and he's just a miserable piece of shit. And he he's just writing about how Norm is just so fucking full of himself, and he's the worst, and this is his last ghostwriting gig, and he's never doing it again. So there's little, like, blurts. Of, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's fucking great. It's so good. Does somebody else read that part? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the ghostwriter. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Um, and he just shits on uh, Adam Egg the whole time. I, I mean, it, <laughs> it shits all over Adam, like is, making up stories about how, how Adam used to give hand jobs for fifteen dollars. <laughs> I just constantly shitting on Adam Egg. Yeah, and he's telling he's telling at, so the premise is he's telling Adam his story on the <laughs> ride to Vegas, morphine cigarettes on the way to Vegas, yeah. <laughs> and he's going to go gamble. He has all this credit, you know, with the gambling. But he, he wasn't addicted to gambling. He really so was. So it's all based on a true story. It's fucking mm-hmm. great. It's so they're going and he's like, well, if I lose, I'm going to kill myself. Mm-hmm. And That's plan B. That's plan B. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so ridiculous. But he just shits on Adam the whole fucking time. Yeah, it's, it's great. Uh, we, we haven't finished it yet, but. He, he brings Adam into when they're filming Dirty Work. What, I know what really happened. They got into an argument with uh, one of the presidents at SNL, or at NBC, rather, when he got taken off uh, Weekend Update. But in his story, the reason why Dirty Work started off so bad was because Adam Egan got mixed in with this like murder spree in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Mur- murdering <laughs> 14-year-old boys. <laughs> he had been 17 years old at the time. And he's like... I just you know, I couldn't sleep, so I, I I go and sleep. I go hang out in ravines. <laughs> it just happened to be two ravines over from where they found this dead fourteen year old. I know why. I know two now. I'm ravines it. over. <laughs> it's so it's like stupid. two streets. It was it's the so dirty work <laughs> murder. Yes, they were called it the dirty. It's so stupid. Oh. <laughs> Fucking great. That's why. But that's why dirty work didn't do too well in the theaters, just because it was tied to the dirty work. Movie. I love yeah. that movie. I do too. I love uh, it. But they. So what happened was yeah. he got into it with the. The West Coast president of NBC or something. Because well, he was buddies with. He was buddies with OJ Simpson. And, and that's Norm true. went hard. Oh, yeah. That, real yeah, hard. Yeah. And his main writer got fired and he got taken off Weekend Update. And uh, he actually brings it up. And he, what did he keep saying? He was like, it's my 
my white my white racism or something institutionalized racism yes my institutionalized racism (laughs) (laughs) yeah but he yeah it's good it's so funny it's ridiculous and and it's fun um but he opened up (laughs) i watched a thing like when oj was acquitted he opened up he's like well it's official you guys murder is legal in california (laughs) (laughs) i remember i remember that man i remember that that guy was good friends with him he threw a party for the jurors that acquitted oj yeah, the NBC guy. Yeah. yeah. But he wouldn't air commercials. He wouldn't let he commercials wouldn't, be aired on NBC. He tried to like completely cut, cut them, but they overturned it. But they wouldn't let him run commercials during SNL. Yeah. God, what a insane. fucking piece of shit. <laughs> well, I mean, Norm wasn't the easiest to get along with, No, too. I'm sure not, but my God. I mean. Yeah. He was, just, he was good friends I know, with him. I, don't, I, haven't, I don't know what's on your phone, but I'm going to guess that it's a compilation of Norm MacDonald OJ jokes. No, oh. but I, that, that would have been okay. perfect. This is my next favorite thing. Okay. I think. But do you guys want to find a compilation of Norm? Does. I know they're out there. Let's do that first. There's and he went hard on uh, Michael Jackson. Yeah. And uh, he does this one where he's like, he's talking about how him and Lisa Marie Presley are getting divorced. He's like, she's more of a stay at home housemaker and he's more of a homosexual pedophile. (laughs) 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 (sighs) Somebody needs to do a a documentary about weekend update. Just that aspect. I mean, that would be a good documentary about it's kind of the interview, all the people that have done it and you know what they, what they bring to it. And you know, uh, my favorite was uh, Kevin Nealon. I thought Kevin Nealon was the unsung hero of Weekend Update. He got brought in, I think, to replace Norm when they when they got t- kicked Norm off. No, I think Colin, Colin Quinn. Was it Colin Quinn? Well, yeah. Kevin Nealon was in the interim for one of them. Mm-hmm. Like, and he did a great job. He was good. I mean, but it was Kevin Nealon jokes. Yeah. He's like, now for another perspective on this story. And he goes like this, and the camera's like... Yeah. And now it's time for a look back. <laughs> well... <laughs> Yeah, I like his jokes. God, he's so Norm fucking good. Doesn't take he's much credit for like his writing. He just he gives it to everybody else, and he's like, he's like Lauren came to me, and he's like, do you think you could read postcards two feet in front of you? He's like, yeah, I could sit behind a desk and and read those. And he's like, so I just went and I kept practicing reading these these post <laughs> postcards two feet in front of me. And he's like, let's make them bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> he just like went on and on. It's ridiculous. It's so stupid. Okay. <laughs> Jerry Rubin died last week. <laughs> sorry about that. I'm sorry. Yippee! Jerry Rubin died last week. Oh, I'm sorry. That should read uh, Yippee! Jerry Rubin died last week. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. My Who's Jerry Rubin? I don't remember. I didn't read it right. Yeah, the idea with update was. Um, Russian President Boris Yeltsin is now restricted to one glass of wine a day. Well, it says it should be noted, however, in Russia. Hold on, one more try here. Is a wine glass. <laughs> here we go. Potential jurors for the O.J. Simpson case were asked to fill out a 75-page jury questionnaire this week. In the entire state of California, only one person got a perfect score: Chow Ming Wu, who, after the trial, plans to attend Caltech. <laughs> By the way, you can now purchase a bronze statue of the juice for only $3,395. And for an even five grand, you can buy one that Al Cowlings has kissed the ass of. <laughs> Did he know Nicole Brown or something? O.J. Simpson's no. new fitness video he was just... released this week. And hitting the shelves next week, Simpson's newest video, Dorf on Stocking. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> the crowd is torn. <laughs> I like that Nor- he, he goes for groans According instead of laughs. He does. The most popular Halloween mask this year is O.J. Simpson. And the most popular Halloween greeting is, I'll kill you and that guy who's bringing over your glasses or treat. <laughs> 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 came out with a book this week, which contains a series of essays examining faith and morality in today's secular world and the changing role of the Catholic Church as it approaches the 21st century. The book is entitled, God Himself Told Me That O.J. Is Guilty. <laughs> well, it has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> he went hard. <laughs> in other book news, Prince Charles released an autobiography in which he states that he never loved Princess Di and that his father pressured him to marry her. The book is entitled, of course O.J. did it. I mean, come on. <laughs> so there's 40 minutes of Yeah, I know. I know. In his book, O.J. Simpson says that he would have taken a bullet or stood in front of a train for Nicole. Man, I'm going to tell you, that is some bad luck when the one guy who would have died for you kills you. <laughs> you don't get worse luck than that. And O.J. announced this one week more. that he's Let's coming see. out with a new book called I Want to Tell You. And if it's successful, O.J. will work on yet another book entitled From Football to Prison, My 25 Years of Showering with Other Men. <laughs> God damn it, Norm. Yeah, he's the best. Uh, so I know nothing of this new show coming out. I don't know anything about the character or anything, but have you seen the MODOK trailer? MODOK? Oh, MODOK. Marvel. Do you know oh, anything no. about MODOK? I... Uh, because I, I don't I know. know Patton Oswalt is in it, isn't he? Yeah, he's, okay. he is MODOK. Okay. This looks is like this real? So much fun. Yes, it is. They called me Big Head. <sighs> One day, that big, beautiful, womb-wrecking head of yours Jesus. is going to change the world. <laughs> world. Time to change the world by bringing it to its knees. Attack! The future is MODOK! MODOK! And do you know what MODOK stands for? Mental organism designed only for killing. Ah! For killing. Where does he go at night? Nobody knows. Oh, no one took the cans out? Come on! Ah, shit. We have to tell the kids about us. Kids, she's lost her mind. You have to stop her. Murdoch, what are you telling the kids? I'm comforting them. If you tell her I said any of this, this will be one of the many divorces where it is the kid's fault. Jesus. (laughs) I'm Wonder Man. Pending Avenger, underwear model, and lover of your wife. This is great. That's Nathan Fillion. Mm -hmm. I shall reclaim my family. I shall reclaim my destiny. Iron Man! Cheap shot to the back of the head, I know. But I was actually aiming for literally any other part of your body. Yeah! Woohoo! Do 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 right? Do 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 That's a different version. That's not third eye blonde. Good businessman? Uh yeah, about that. We're bankrupt. What? Jesus. I'm sorry. I thought this coffee was for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) 
That looks like a blast. <laughs> that looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, Modoc was an incredibly stupid Marvel character. <laughs> he was an Avengers villain. I mean, uh, I wonder how they'll work that into the DCEU or the Marvel. They EU. won't. It'll be its own thing. It's it hilarious. Like fun. Yeah. Is that it for y'all? Yeah, I think, I think so. so. Okay. Um, Andy Frampton and I got to do wrestling commentary again this week. Ooh. And we worked into the storyline while we weren't there last month. It's because there's ongoing legal ramifications with an incident that happened in, on January 6th in Washington, D.C. that we are not allowed to talk about. <laughs> That's why we weren't there last month. <laughs> I don't know how Kyle feels about that But that's the story He can edit it out if he wants um, And then the fights last night In front of a full crowd in Florida um, The very first fight of the night You know how the early prelims go There's maybe 5,000 people in attendance in, At the early part Because all the, the the For some reason The people that like the Like the the casual fans won't don't come for the entire eight hours of fights. I don't know why, <laughs> but um, there was like five thousand people in the audience, and it sounded like an arena full of people. Oh, really? They were just so happy to be out and doing something. Mm. Bruce Buffer went ape shit. Yes. Um, and every one of the fights was just next level ridiculous. There was there was a couple decisions, but those decisions were uh, absolute bangers. Just standing in the middle of the fucking octagon and just beating the shit out of each other. And then you get to the main card, which had three title fights. Valentina Chevchenko held to beat the fuck out of uh, Jessica Andrade, who's a big jack Maybe. Woman. I don't know if I know her or not. Um, she, uh, usually Valentina doesn't wrestle, and she just took her down and got her in the crucifix and just fucking beat elbows into her Brazilian head. Hmm. And then she does the scariest dance ever, after every time she wins. You know that dance she does, Valentina. She does this yes. Eastern European dance. It's all jerky and violent looking. <laughs> and then Rose, Thug Rose, Thug Rose, Thug Rose, Thug Rose, Thug Rose, Thug Rose. <laughs> oh, first the first fight on the main card was Chris Weidman against. Uh, no second fight on the main card was well. The first fight on the main card was uh, an Australian guy. Against uh, Anthony Smith Made it into the second round I believe And at the end of the first round He hit him with a leg kick That got him right about Oh yeah I watched that Right above the knee And It made the bottom half of his leg go dead It didn't break his leg or anything It's either he hit that uh, That nerve Sort of disturbing looking It had drop foot And he couldn't move And he was trying to fight He was trying to come out after the Uh after the break between rounds and the doctor made him walk forward and he stumbled on it and the doctor said, nope, you can't continue. Oh, God. Yeah, they think he might have blown his knee out, but I've seen that happen before and people end up winning the fights. The second fight was Weidman versus uh, Uriah Hall. I want to say Faber. That was the second fight. And the referee, you ready, you ready? Let's fight. And then they come to the middle and Weidman just flicks out a a leg kick and very first strike. His leg wraps around Uriah Hall's leg. He breaks it. What? Six or seven years ago, Weidman was fighting Anderson Silva, and Anderson Silva flicks out a leg kick, and he drives his knee into his shin and wraps Anderson's leg around his own leg. So it happened to Weidman last night. Oh, man. Those fucking pictures are disturbing as hell. Mm. He didn't. And, like, in slow motion, he goes back to step on it, and it's, it's... 
already broken. Everybody that saw it knows it, and it was loud. I don't want to show you the video. But I can't. It's out there. I can't do it. But then, oh man, Valentina was the third fight. So three three title fights. Then Thug Rose. This is Thug Rose. Oh no, I lost my place. There she is after she won. Spoiler alert. I love some Thug Rose. Uh, here's the violent dance from Valentina. It's, it's usually it's usually That's a little bit more jerky. Fluid, it's usually is. a little more jerky. Yeah, I remember. I remember it now. Eastern European like people are a disturbing group. Like they're just <coughs> they're like good she athletes, looks happy. and they and they okay. and they are very grim. They're grim as a group. Yeah. I really just had to have faith in him. Here's, here's her post fight interview. <sighs> faith in God, she's saying. You were so focused before the fight started. You were standing over there. Was saying your name. You were saying to yourself, "I'm the best. I'm the best. I am the best." <laughs> uh, I was. Uh, I'm getting ready to start crying right now. I've been watching her since, since she was like 18 years old, yeah. and she's the first woman to ever regain her title after losing it. She lost it a couple years ago. Usman got the BMF belt and the oh, UFC belt. Um, let me. F- I want to find the video of her before the fight. She she knocked out Wiley Zhang cold. Absolutely no shit. cold. With the look at that shot, what a fucking picture, dude. Um, here's Bruce Buffer. Listen to that shit, man. People were just so stoked to be there. This is the first fight of the night. Six six seconds into the fight, five thousand people. That that's how loud they were at the first fight when there was hardly anybody in there. I want to find the the actual kick. It's hard to find, you know. The the actual kick. The not not the Weidman kick. The, okay, the one that she knocked out. Uh, yeah, I just watched it. It was terrible. <clears throat> I want to find that because it's a thing now, of beauty. The the girl that got knocked out. What's her name? Wiley Zhang. Now is she? Like the brutal little chick? She's this uh, Chinese tank, a little 115-pound tank. Yeah, I think I remember. She's the one that took out Ioana. Yeah, that, yeah, fight. that fight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was awesome. Bit. Yeah, I love that girl so much. Mm. How do I spell her name? <laughs> Wiley. Look at that. W-E-I-L-E-I. C-O-Y-O-T-E. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That deserve more. <laughs> C Y C O Y O T E Coyote. Yeah, Wiley Coyote. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, see, there it is. Okay, I got the full fight here of Rose. Let me. Okay, let me back it up. Give you the full setup. Here's Rose. Side to side, not being a stationary target. That's a nice jab. Did several of those inside low kicks. Oh man! It's fucking beautiful, dude. She was underdog. Underdog. She's so wobbly. Yeah, she doesn't think she was out. It was. Um, Stop she it. needs to look now she's she's really she's realizing. Now. She's realizing. Oh, oh fate, fate. Bow! Right on the jaw. It's over. 
It's over. It's look at this. 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 She drops her hand. She, see how she scooted back? She thought she was going for a leg kick. You can't make a mistake, dude. Imagine how shitty you feel when, you're, when you throw a bad shot in disc golf. You <laughs> oh, yeah. And this happens to these people. They get knocked out. Oh, oh the, the reaction. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, I love the reaction came. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, I've been watching her since she was like, she used to do this wild shit. She'd throw flying arm bars and shit. And now she's so good at everything. Here's, that's her husband there screaming at her. You're the best. You're the best in the world. Like, fuck yeah, dude. And then Kamara Usman. Against Jorge Gamebred Masvidal, um, uh, Street Jesus, as they call him. Let me find that. I've never seen a more perfect punch. Okay, the first fight went the full five rounds. I want to find. Let me see if they'll actually show it. Oh, of course, there's an ad before it. I'm sorry this is taking me forever. It's hard mm. to keep things pulled up. I know. Oh, I need a Jamie. <laughs> I'm finding it. Okay. It should be this right around the... able to fight the wrong one. And of all the superlatives... Oh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Herb's like, get the oh, fuck off pounded. You can hear those punches over the crowd. He that was insane. I want to see that in slow motion, because just before the round, they poured a bunch of water on uh, Jorge's head, and it just made it look that much better. Watch it all. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Man, he put everything. He, pull, he pulled his hand down. Look at how limpy up. Look at that. This is some Conor McGregor shit. Oh. Look at, you know, John said... Tomorrow said he wants to show a better version. It, Guess what? Hey, what it was. Um, it might have been the best night of fights ever. Just everything came together all at once. The crowd got to be back there. It was actually special. I think. Yeah. It was. Um, every fight, it was just. Dana White says we're in the business of oh shit moments. Every single fight, 11, 12, 13 fights, however many there were, there was. Packed with oh shit moments, just absolutely packed. I can't, um, I can't wait to see what happens next. Yeah, because everything's going like there's going to be crowds from now on, and it really did lift. Like I thought they fought really well without a crowd there. It seemed like they were going for it more. Yeah, but now last night it was fucking ridiculous. Every single fight, every single one of them, I was glued. Awesome. And then it's just witnessing greatness. Like you, you three people at the top of their game. Um, and I don't think there's anybody that can touch him right now, even come close. Who? Rose, Valentina, oh, okay. and um, Kamaru. I don't think anybody can beat these motherfuckers. It's amazing. Anyway, disc golf. I played my first under par round yesterday. We've talked about that plenty. Hell yeah. Got a bunch of new discs. Well, not new. Lost discs that are new to me now, I suppose. Oh, I dropped my lid. Um, Fresca. <laughs> Fresco's the shit. I love refreshing as fuck, dude. <laughs> it's gross. You're gross. I made the mistake of buying the blackberry fresco because I thought it was regular fresco. I've drank one can of it and I was like, no, thank you. I've had a can of it. It's, I mean, it's, it's not okay. terrible, but it's not. It's it's a blackberry sparkling water. Yeah, it's not as good as this. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, 
I'm trying to think of anything else. Invincible is great. Falcon Winter Soldier, we've talked about that. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Mortal Kombat was a lot of fun. I loved it. It was so stupid. Yeah, it was dumb. Uh, That's about it as far as my favorite things. Um, You got a uh, subreddit of the week? Yeah, I got a good one. A good one? It's not gross or anything. It's more adorable than anything. There's a video with birds with arms. There I guarantee you there yeah. is. I mean, it's amazing. Like it's. Let me find a. I, I play so many, so many uh, replacement songs that it gets to be a little bit repetitive. So let's do this. I know I've played this before, but it's a dope ass song. I love how it sounds all upbeat and she's they still got pay phones. It's just a dollar a minute. Phoebe Bridgers, she rules. Her mom's a comedian. Yeah. That's why she's so funny. She's very funny on Twitter. R slash animal yawn kingdom. It's videos of animals yawning. <laughs> <laughs> this one's awesome. Look at this big guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> looks like Amelia. That guy's creepy. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Baboons. They can kill. Uh, they can kill leopards. Baboon. Little kitty cat. You're getting a good yawn in there. Oh. Yawns feel great. I don't know if the snake is yawn. Uh, it might be. Yeah, it's so adorable. <laughs> Remember the episode of South Park? Whenever they do the action news team, the uh, the uh, the crew is there. They do the school news, and they all have ridiculous hair, news guy hair. I just watched it the other day, and uh, they get canceled because um, Clyde is putting on a show on there on the network that's just close-up shots of animals in wide-angle lens. That's the name of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Close-up shots of animals with a wide-angle lens. Just doing cute things. Little hedgehogs. Adorable. They're so cute. There's a little weakling yawn. (laughs) That guy got into it. (laughs) Back for a double. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Animal Yawn Kingdom, you guys. It's absolutely adorable, and it'll uh, make your morning a little better. It's cute. I disagree. I I yawn before I get my coffee. (laughs) Don't yawn at me before I get my coffee. You know what I'm saying, folks? Yeah, you do. A good yawn, though, man. Like, when you get a good stretch. Yeah. The ones that make you lightheaded. That's right, you chumps. <laughs> you panty wastes. Speaking of panty waste, it is time for everyone's favorite segment, The Period Report with Elena. 
I'm not on my period. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Once again, not on her period. <laughs> no trash coming from her gas, no spit coming from her slit. No precipitation coming from the baby making station. Well, I'm done. Thanks for listening. You got a song to go out on there, Taters? I do. Fuck yeah, dude. Make it a good one. It is. It's actually a new group. A new group. Mm-hmm. Although I could do an entire show on bad cop, bad cop songs. They kind of sound like them, though. This fucking thing's wonky sometimes. All right. Thanks for listening. Go buy t-shirts, stickers, mugs, tote bags. PillowFortRadioPodcast.com Go fuck yourselves. (laughs) 